from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, a one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right. Oh, here we go. Little Friday. Little Friday edition. Little Friday edition of the Taz Show. I'm going to send you guys uh, into the weekend. Miserable, broken down, beat up, and shot for the next two hours. I'm going to ridicule you all, scream at everyone, curse and be miserable and bring you down. That's what this show will be today. Come on now, please. Will you stop? I'm joking. You know that's not my style. Happy go lucky Jones over here. <laughs> Welcome to the Taz Show. Next two hours, we'll have some fun, talk some football, give you a little uh, TLC preview. Going to get to that preview and predictions. Ah. <laughs> of course, everybody knows my predictions are usually spot on or close to it, or fair to Midland, or maybe at least 60 40, kind of towards my favor, maybe 50 50. Something like that. It's I'll, I'll be right somewhere uh, on at least one match. So, yeah, we'll do some TLC uh, preview and prediction. You could call the show, too, if you want to talk TLC or anything else, the business, or some football talk. It's a very simple process. You know what to do. Attention hotline fans. It's very easy. It's an 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. That's right. That's what we're going to do. It's Friday, so, of course, everybody's you know happy, go lucky, and bursting with joy. That's the way it goes in the world. It, we live for the Friday. I don't. You people do. I don't. I'm above everybody else. Okay? That's how this goes. I don't live for the Friday. I don't, every day is Friday for me. Close the door, sir, please. Thank you. But I, I, I don't live for Fridays. You know why? You know why? Because I, I, I love everybody in this world and every day of the week. I'm happy every day. I, I'm not as happy as almost as, that made no sense, that sentence, as uh, Viking Rob who's here because his Vikings were almost successful over a now 11-1 Dallas Cowboy team that I predicted, and thanks to my man Lean Mean who put it out there, back in August, you saw it on the Twitter, <laughs> I said this Dak Prescott kid, don't fear, he's legit, don't worry Cowboy fans, you're almost hurt. Oh, boy, was I not right or what? And I also was right on what I told Rob privately via text message last night, Rob. Please tell the people what I said to you. Please tell the people what I said to you. You told me Dak would have his worst game as a pro. And you told me that the Cowboys would either win or lose a close game. Right. And and what happened? I said they would do. I said the Cowboys would do to lose. The Cowboys would do to lose, and it would be a close game. And And you didn't know if they'd win. You didn't make a prediction on who'd win. Well, you know why, right? On the fence, Jones. That's my gimmick. (laughs) Why wouldn't I do that? Why not? (laughs) Ha-ha! I live for that. The TLC predictions, every match will be like that. (laughs) On the fence, Jones. Qualifier, Jones. Oh, yeah. Sure, why not? You guys almost won. I'll tell you, the Vikings look good. They, they did. did. They did. The defense was flying around the field, dude. The defense was flying around. I like the Vikings. I've always liked them. But 
And that place, that freaking uh, crazy brand new stadium you guys have there, whatever the hell it's called, that place is a tough place to play in if you're a visitor. Sounds really loud. You've been in it, right? No, I have. I've not been in the new stadium. They just opened it this year. There's no excuse. I'm surprised you just. You need to get out there. Dude. Well, I mean, I've been to three road games. I'm going to go to one next week, so that's four. But I've not been to a home game yet this year. Man, do you wear the horns? Like, what do you wear? Like, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. You should. Have, I don't know if you caught the the picture I put out on Twitter. Uh, I actually, I know. I, I muted your account. Oh, then, well, that's fine. Then. <laughs> Okay, what happened? <laughs> no, it was a picture of me with the face paint on the last time I was oh, at a Vikings Cowboys a game. Stop. David Putty Jones. Hold on. He just upcutted my joke. Yeah. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, I know you didn't. Face paint Jones. Yeah, David Putty from Seinfeld. Remember? Devils! The Devils! Oh, the captain used to, would have popped for that. Buy a hat. God rest his soul. But anyway, um, it's messed up, right? It's a vape and escape for Captain. Look at this guy bringing the jokes. Yeah, no, but the, the Vikings, I got to say, I was very impressed. I was very impressed. It was a game. And all these experts saying, ah, oh, the Cowboys are going to win by three touchdowns, four mm-hmm. touchdowns, all this kind of crap. That's not what happened. Come on, please stop. You know, you, you, that's why you don't need to listen to the experts. Yeah. These two teams have played close games all year. Well, why would it be any different last night? You don't need the experts. You listen to me break down the football. So last night, the Cowboys were victorious 17 the 15, the Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dons. Yes, my quarterback in the fantasy football Jones, fake fantasy football, the worst fantasy football league in the history of fantasy football. <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott, 12 for 18, 129 yards, one touchdown. That's not a good day, and I had a feeling the kid wasn't going to have a good day. Des Bryant, four receptions, 84 yards. He had the one big one that was kind of like a nail in the coffin early in the game. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 20 carries, 86 yards, one touchdown. I thought he played good, but in my view, what the Vikings did really well was they just completely, the defensive coordinator, I don't know the guy's name, I know the head coach was out, he had a a sinus infection or something, his his eye fell out or something like that, something like that, I don't know, something, his eye, his eye had a, he had pus in his eye, right? No, what was he? He had a detached retina. Oh, that's it? Oh, oh, that's it, yeah. No, I'm not making fun of it. Uh, Mike Zimmer, no, no. Good luck to him. He'll be fine, I'm sure. He gave a little rah-rah speech, apparently, to the team beforehand. This guy's been a great defensive mind all over the NFL, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Zimmer. And uh, I've always liked him. And his son's the linebacker coach for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Matt Zimmer. Yep. I think it's Adam, Adam Zimmer. Yeah, Mad Adam, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, Mad Adam, you know, Bob. It's, 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 as long as it's a real name, it's not like Zach. We're good. No offense to anybody named Zach. I'm going to just bury you all. Um, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. So, <laughs> that's my man, Zach Ryder. Don't knock him. No, never. Boy. I know. So, so, the thing is, the defense, the blitz package that, that the, the blitz packaging that the Vikings had was absolutely phenomenal. I don't remember the kid's name. I've seen him play the safety, 22. Harrison Smith. That kid is legit. Where did he go to college? He went to Notre Dame. Oh, my God. He is the real deal, bro. I watched him play before. I couldn't remember his name. He is legit, for sure. And I didn't know they had Terrence Newman, man, from K-State. Yeah, the old man, Terrence Newman. He's still doing it. 42. He is a beast, and and he's still getting it done, and he is legit. But I'm just telling you, man, the blitz packs in the secondary, the, the, the... how they come up and stopped. It was more them than the linebackers. And the other linebacker, the Zikes, had 54. Uh, Kendricks, excellent with the long hair Tremendous. from UCLA. UCLA, UCLA, yeah. yep. Tremendous. So, so I mean, their defense was on fire. Um, they looked great. I really was really impressed with, with the, the secondary. 
I mean, how he would come up and shut down the run. Usually, the way football works, for those that don't know, I know I have a lot of foreigners that listen to the show. And when I say foreigners, I mean non-Americans. And, uh, you know, I'm like big ball American Jones now. Yeah, but um, proud American, F you! Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass! But I'll tell you this right now. The way football works, the defensive line usually kind of causes them to come kind of slow down for the offensive line because you don't want the offensive linemen to go what they call second level. That means get to the linebackers. Because the way football is designed, the basics of football, you want the linebackers to shut down the run and stop the running backs, okay? And the secondary, obviously, are going to deal with coverage, pass coverage, keep the receivers covered for passing stuff. And they're the last line of defense in regards to if the linebackers blow it in stopping the run. Point is, I'm giving you like football 101 defense there, but the point is, uh, the secondary for the Vikings is, last night at least, looked unbelievable. And those uniforms were sick. I love the, the color block gimmick that the Vikings had. I liked that. that you they, did, huh? I did. I liked it. I wasn't a huge fan. <laughs> no, I liked it. I I, I, I liked the, the gold numbers and the, the gold stripe with the purple on purple. I like it. I I like I like a lot of that stuff. I I like the other Viking uniform. Not that anybody really gives a rat's ass. No one cares. But I do like the uh, when the Vikings wear the white jerseys with the purple pants. Mm. I like, I like that. that too. For Makes sure. me smile a little bit. Oh yes. wow! It's kind of a nice thing. Yeah, I get a little oh, smile. On my okay. Face. Oh look, I like the purple people eaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the purple. Look at how nice they look, honey. <laughs> my dream is for you to blow that horn at that stadium. <laughs> I'll when go you there. go in the Hall of Fame in Minnesota with Curtis Axel, hopefully you and him can blow the horn together. Oh, my God. <laughs> too much. That's funny. Um, Man, that's I fantasy booking. eat a giant bowl of chili, go to Minnesota, and put a megaphone with a mic on my ass, and just, just, just blow the horn that way. Just blow out at Yucca Flats. That's how I would do that, to be honest with you. Better. Just a big-ass fart. <laughs> I digress. We'd get a good reaction. That's, That's very immature of me. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take on the uh, the Falcons in uh, on Sunday. I I don't really care about that game. The Rams will play the Patriots. Now the Patriots, obviously, some bad news out of there. Uh, the the excellent tight end Ron Gronkowski, the Gronk, is out for the season with back surgery. <clears throat> this was breaking news yesterday. I saw it on the Twitter gimmick. I was like, wow, uh, it's big news. Now, some of you guys may be thinking that, oh, Taz is happy. He's a New Yorker. He hates the Patriots. He hates all of them. I, I don't like the Patriots. Everybody knows that. I don't like any of them. But I never, ever want to see anyone get hurt. I never want to see anyone's career maybe be threatened to be ended. Gronkowski is a great player. There's no doubt about it. Um, I feel bad for any player in any sport that has an injury like that or has to have surgery, a serious, serious surgery like that, when you get it done on your back. That's a, that's a tedious, dangerous thing. So... I uh, wish the best to Mr. Gronkowski and his family in his speedy recovery for him. He's a great player. There's no doubt about it. And even though I don't like the Patriots and, and Tom Brady is the he's the anti-everything, um, I still would never want any of those cats to get injured. That's not how I am. I'm not a jerk. So uh, these guys are athletes with careers. They've all worked hard. And look, if Brady ended up coming to the Bills... <laughs> I think they'd be the best. I'd, I'd be the biggest Tom Brady fan ever. I would love him. I'm a bandwagon. I'm a New Yorker. Well, Drew Bledsoe did it, so why not Brady? Remember that? Well, Bledsoe. 
He set, he set a record with 70 passes in a game. How's your boy? What's his name doing? Uh, you talk to him? You, 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 oh, Jimmy G? Yeah, what's his name? My uh, Paisano? Yeah, your Paisano. Uh, Grappolo. Grappolo. Yeah, how's he doing? Hey, he's doing good. Yeah, your Paisano. When's the last time you talked to him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, n- nothing. I don't know. 2015, I think? <laughs> Will you stop? He's your Paisano. All right. <laughs> he's like... From a, uh, from a distance, I would say. I hear you. That's great. I'm very proud of you. It's very nice. Uh, where did you actually meet him? Real quick. Don't, don't be long-winded on this. Sir. I don't In talk Mobile, to Alabama. No one cares. Okay, awesome. So, um, all right. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to have the... Uh, <laughs> I'm about to make, whatever. We're going to have the the, uh, the Giants. We're going to play the Steelers. That's going to be a good game right there. A lot of people around here in New York, they're really hyped on the Giants right now. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and then my Bills are playing the Raiders. Oh, God, this is going to be a bitch. And we're playing in Oakland. We, here I am. We. I'm, on, I'm on the team again. Oh, God, my Bills are playing in Oakland. Oh, my God. The Raiders are just on fire. David Carr is probably going to throw for 500 friggin' yards in that game. Yeah, our defensive backfield gets me nervous. I think Rex Ryan and his brother, not Rex, I think I think they they're overrated as defensive coordinator, defensive minds. If Dad was great back in the day, Buddy Ryan, but I think Rex and his brother uh, Robert are a little bit uh, overrated. You don't think Sammy Watkins uh, healthy now can get can can uh, add something to the I offense gonna, this week? Yeah, he will. But the problem is <clears throat> their offense. Their yeah. offense is powerful. That's true. The Raiders. That's what I'm worried about. You know what I mean? You need to get pressure on Carr for sure. I know. <sighs> you know. Um, the D line's playing good though. Yeah, Dar- Alexa- Darius and Alexander. Alexander, he's a stud. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I'm. Not, I always get. Look, I'm a longtime Jet fan, so I'm and a Met fan, so I'm used to being beaten down <laughs> and floggled. So I'm used to this. It's that's just kind of how it goes. Yes. So you get used to losing. So uh, the Bills will play the Raiders. I'm very nervous at that game. Very, very. I, I wish it was in Buffalo. It don't matter. We lose there too. But don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> don't matter if it's Buffalo or not. They're my NFC team. My Seahawks. They're at home against the Panthers. That's going to be a good game. That's the night game on Sunday. Ha, ha, ha! Excuse me. let my throat. And then some college football uh, chatter. Yeah! Some college football chatter. You got uh, some stuff going on here. We got um, all the big championship games. Yeah, for the, all the conferences. For the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12. I, I, I enjoy these games, but it's sad also because... I feel like we're in that home stretch of the seasons winding down. Now we're going to get the bowl games after this and then the holidays. And next, you know, football's gone, college football, and I'm miserable. I mean, I'm just going to be a miserable bastard. But the Colorado uh, Buffaloes are playing Washington in the Pac-12 championship. Here's a prediction for you guys. <laughs> this is going to be a battle because both these programs are uh, awesome. And uh, hold on, I'm getting something. I want to just something on the rankings. Bear with me. Sing a song. No, don't, don't sing, Rob. Don't. I wanted you to sing, but I was joking. Um, <clears throat> where is Colorado? They're high up. Right, they were high up. Oh, they're nine, huh? So Colorado's ranked nine, and uh, Washington's ranked fourth. But I watched Colorado play and Washington. I got to tell you, Colorado's no joke. So I don't know. This game is. Uh, I don't know what the line is on the game, but I, I, I gotta have to lean here. Um, I'm going to have to lean with the Buffaloes. I think Colorado might pull this out. Then you got the SEC battle, Alabama versus Florida. Okay, I don't think anybody's beating Alabama anytime soon. They're going to win the whole thing, the Natty Championship, the whole nine. 
Alabama's beating Florida in this thing. Ain't nobody beating Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. It ain't happening. It just ain't happening. Not this year. Ah! No, sir. Nope. No. Not going down like that. It Wa- ain't happening. Washington's an eight-point favorite, Taz. Eight-point favorite. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Colorado. Mm. Big Ball Jones. Mm. Yes. That's me, yes. Mm. Big Ball Jones. Yeah. I'm still, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not backing down. Uh-uh. I'm going with the, the, the Buffaloes. Okay, so uh, who we got? We got Clemson and Virginia Tech in the ACC game. Mm. Um, ah, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Clemson because of Deshaun Watson here. You don't think so, huh? I think the upset's gonna happen, man. Virginia Tech's defense is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, really underrated. I know he's awesome. He's probably gonna win the Heisman. You think so? Think about how bad Jackson played against the, he just lost to Kentucky. And the kid from Stanford, uh he McCaffrey, kinda, yeah. McCaffrey kind of fell off the radar. A he little was bit. hurt. He was yeah. hurt earlier in the year. I think and, Watson's gonna and win. And what's it. his name? My man Jabrell Peppers is a stud, but I don't think he's gonna get he don't play enough offense, even though he goes both right. ways. Statistics, man. He just yeah, it's all about the stats. It's tough for a defensive guy to get and he plays a, t- a plethora of defense. He's a punt return guy. I think he does kick return. He does everything, the guy. He's the most talented player in the country. Most I would say. Uh, diverse. I, I'd take him on my team any day of the week because he play anywhere except interior line. Which for you novice people, that's an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. I use words like interior because I should be an NFL coach, but I digress. <laughs> Dude, you heard how I broke down defense for you. That was picture perfect. Dude, I'm, what are you being sarcastic? I'm serious. No, absolutely not. X's and O's. I'm, I'm serious. Also, I was listening. I coached the game. I played the game. High level Jones. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm kidding you. You don't think I did a good job of that? No, I, I, I did. I, I wasn't being sarcastic. Very insecure. I needed a lot of support. You understand? Uh, I'll play the applause. I'll play the applause. No, I'll, I'll no, clap. Don't. Just stop talking, please. All right, so in the Big Ten, um, in the Big Ten championship, I'm, I, I like the Big Ten. You guys know that. You got Penn State, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got a freshman quarterback who's excellent. They're in the sixth hole. They're ranked sixth. You know, Penn State, they're in the eight hole. Eight hole. Eight hole. Pardon my French. And um, look, this is going to be a battle. I- I'm going to have to go with the Nittany Lions here. Can you find the line when you get a chance in this GTS step, please? I- I'm going to go with uh, Penn State in this game. I- Wisconsin's a one point favorite. Yeah, look at this. T- tight game, Jones. Yeah, I- you know, look, some would think, how in the F is Michigan and Ohio State not in this championship? How do you explain that? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's 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 pretty amazing to think. Uh, uh, you know, Ohio State's ranked second in the country. Michigan's ranked fifth. But you know, it's the playoff gimmick. I mean, this is this. And is, Michigan's done until yeah. their bowl game. It's crazy, right? Uh, anyway, so there's a four-hour special to air for you fo- college football fans next Sunday at noon, uh, revealing the college football playoff gimmick. Name it's Fernum Burnham. So uh, that's the deal on that, and uh, that may be delayed actually. Uh, if Navy uh, beats uh, their opponent this week, you're going to have to wait till next week because they could uh, replace Western Michigan in one of the big bowls or something like that. So they may have to wait a week for everybody to kind of land in, in uh, landing spots. People aren't happy about it. No one cares. Okay. So uh, thanks, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, Jaron, uh, Nebraska, you are on the Tash Show. Hey, how you doing, Tash? Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, you know, just living the dream. Skull, Robbie. Uh, Skull. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Last, night, last night's game was a work. I'm telling you, it was a work. Well, I didn't I, see I, the I, very I, end. Bradford, went, they went for a two-point conversion, right? And it didn't happen? 
and they went for a two-point conversion. And uh, there should have been a uh, rough in the passer penalty called because Bradford got the hit face. on the head. You got, hit, you got a, a head slap or something. Yeah. And the, the official told him that he got hit in the shoulder pad. He showed the replay, and he got hit around, right upside the head. I'm telling you, it's the work. The league needs the Cowboys to keep winning for ratings. I'm telling you. Uh, I, I, listen, brother, I don't disagree it's a work. I really don't. I don't just you know me. I, everything's a work to me, and I definitely think the NFL's a work. Now I didn't see the play. Uh, I don't. Th- that's not a reviewable play, right? I'm roughing the passer. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, but you're saying he hit him in the shoulder, and it was definitely a head slap there, right? Yeah. So his left hand hit him in the shoulder, which blocked the referee's vision of him actually getting hit in the head. Oh wait a minute. So Jaron, that reminds me of the business. So it's a tag team match. You have the guy who's on the apron distract the ref. So he can't see his partner cheat to win. It's a work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. There's, That's how it's I mean, done. Yeah. Well, the ref couldn't yeah, see. It's just like think, a tag team match. Yeah, I mean, people think the revival is the best tag team right now, but maybe it's the Dallas Cowboys. Who knows? <laughs> you. By the way, I think I think TLC is going to be a great show this weekend. By the way, I think, I think it might be good. I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm going to go over it in a little while, brother. I think it's going to be a good show too. Uh, I completely agree with you, Jaron. Look, man, I appreciate you calling. Sorry about your Vikings. Uh, you and the, and the, I almost called you the captain. You and the Rob. Buy a hat. See, when you listen, I talked to you about this earlier. When people leave the show, like they 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 live forever on the show. You understand? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good answer. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. They live forever. I don't let uh, except for Crime Brian. He's dead. Okay, he's dead on the show. Never yeah. helps the show. No, nothing. nothing. Does nothing. And nothing. I'll never mention his name, Crime Brian, on the show ever again. <sighs> and the other guy too. I can't remember his name. But but you know, and, and all these guys. Nobody dies. Nobody goes away. None of them. I keep everyone alive mm. because I'm a good guy. Timber. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good guy. And I got to give you credit. Okay. And I. <laughs> wow. It's more than the bank gave me. The credit I will give you, I, I know you're a diehard Viking fan, and you're here, you were on time, you were smiling, um, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to be nice to you because I feel bad for you. I was almost not on time, but yes, I am on time. So why would you stood yourself off? So you shouldn't even say that. I was, I was trying to be upfront and honest Jones over okay, here. Okay, double headset Jones. That's mm. it still looks ridiculous, but it's okay. We'll deal with it. Uh, so that's the deal. So what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, uh, Noah Howell, uh, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? What's up, Taz? How are you, bud? Ooh, I can't complain too much. Yeah. What are you going to talk about Alabama, I guess, right? Come on. Actually, I want to talk about TLC this weekend. Don't get hot. No problem. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Do it. Um, just my big thing. Um, I'm expecting a uh, big turn this weekend. I, I think James Ellsworth is going to turn and side with Styles. Uh, I would. Are you trying to get me to do my, my predictions show now? Is that what you're trying to do? I mean, it's your show. Yes, we've established this. No, no, I, there could be a turn. Uh, there could be a turn with that. I, I don't think you're wrong, dude. That could definitely happen. Um, I don't know. Maybe you want to wait a little longer before you turn him. I think you maybe want to. But then again, they did get. Man, they put a lot of. They put. They did that Styles Clash deal. I don't know. That'd be tough to do that right now. You know what I mean? Could be. Oh well, you know more than me. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Noah. If you are correct. I will be out here Monday morning live, and I will give you credit. If if I I don't think that's going to happen. How about that? I'm going to go out and give you a little slice of my prediction right now, and I don't think it's now. I might be wrong. 
Only reason why I'm saying it won't happen, Noah, is because of that big-ass bump they did on SmackDown with that giant Styles clash and that nasty chair shot. Mm-hmm. It'd be tough for him. I don't know. I'm thinking I, 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 I'm 90%. I'm going to leave myself a little out that they won't turn him. You could be right, though. Qualifier Jones. You could be right. Okay. The way I just see it is um, they've just been having them side-by-side side with Ambrose week after week after week. I know, I know. It's true. That's true. And that, and just from what I've seen in the past, when they have the guy get a little too close to the face, bam, turn. Mm. Yeah. It could be. could be, Noah. Thank you for calling, buddy. And good luck to your Crimson Tide this weekend. So I think they're going to win. He could be right, and if Noah's right, I will give him credit. I will give him props. I, you know, I assume they're going to turn everybody one day. Everyone's going to usually babyfaces turn or heels turn. You got it to keep guys fresh and girls fresh. That's the business, right? It's been like that for years. But I do think that he's right, Noah, that there'll be a turn soon. I just there's a big part of me that don't think it'll be this Sunday. I just don't think it'll be yet, but they did get a lot of heat on them. Sometimes that's the reason to do it. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. That's a tough That's a tough one. But it's good booking, right? Because we're talking about it, and then it makes you want to watch the show. And that's called good booking. So I, I, I like that. I mean, that's good. I mean, uh, I, I'm doing this a long time. So, you know, like for me, you know, it's like uh, if I'm a little like, oh, what's the deal? Let's, uh, you think they're going to do this? You think they're going to do that? I mean, you know. If, if I'm, like, wondering, for a guy who's been around this thing for a long time, you know, it's good. You get people, because I'm jaded, you know what I mean? Jaded Jones, that's me. Oh, boy. What do we got here? Oh, we got the phones ringing off the hook. Hey, we got uh, B in D.C. You're on the Taz Show. Hey, Papi Don. Papi Don. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> hey, buenos momentos, sir. I don't know what that means, but happy morning to you also. What does that mean? Also, uh, also, uh, happy festivus for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what is that? What did this? What did beef? Uh, bueno momento means good, good moment. Oh, really? No. Okay, now it makes sense why you said that. Uh, how can I help you, B? Uh, you know, before I begin, I just also want to say, uh, "Hey, Viking Jobber!" Hey. Oh, man. Thanks, man. Good moment to you. Hey, you know, you know that song, that theme song by Rich Swan? Which you know one? How it goes? Yeah, that one. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Viking. Oh, okay. What are you vaped up? What's going on, bro? No, you all right? What are you, what are you smoking a ganja? No. What's going on with you, bro? Can you handle no, this? No, no, not yet. Not yet. I'm going to see, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. Uh, can, you, hey, can you handle this? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's you. That's you. Oh, thank uh, you. I appreciate that. All right, that's good. This, My this, single's coming out next week. This is rolling phenomenally. Uh, okay. B, you have a point, sir? Please, you've called the show a lot. You're a regular fan. You know how I work. Okay. I'm getting annoyed. What's up, buddy? I just wanted to know, you know, during your time in the WWE, I know you and the company had several shows on Christmas Day, New Year's. I uh, just yeah. wanted to see, because I knew I wasn't a fan of it, but how was the locker room, the crew, the morale? What was it like? Were they sad, happy, pissed off, or just <clears throat> happy to have a job? <clears throat> Not, no one's just happy to have a job. That's kind of, once you get to a certain level, you, you, you've earned to have that career. It's not a job, right? But I, it's a good question, B, and I'll handle it. I don't remember working actually on Christmas Day. That I don't remember, but I know like doing TVs uh, during 
right close to Christmas, yes, it was tough. And traveling was a bitch. That was the thing that most people were annoyed about was that you had to get on a plane, the airport or a zoo. That was nuts. I remember doing one TV, like a SmackDown taping uh, in Nashville. And it was just like... Um, yeah, and it was a little bit of snow. And if it gets a little bit of snow in Nashville, they're not used to that. So, like, everything shuts down. And the airport the next morning was a complete zoo with the holiday, a little snow. It was a nightmare. And I know a lot of the boys uh, for the locker room were on the, in that airport in the morning, too, and not happy campers. But as far as morale, to answer the question, uh, nah, you know, you, 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 it's part of the gig. You know, it's like you, there's no offseason, which I say all the time. You know how that works. You're a wrestler. You're proud to have that position. You appreciate the position. You know how hard it is to get to the level of one of the main companies, especially the WWE. So once you do achieve that, you're 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 gonna suck it up and deal with some of the negatives of where you're working all year round, even during the holidays. That's just part of it because you know the bulk of the year are not the holidays, and those positions. If you don't want that position because you want to be home on the holidays. Well, that's fine. There's 10 guys or girls lined up behind you that'll take your spot. That's kind of how it works, you know what I mean? But it's a good question by you, B, in D.C. I appreciate it. All right, I'm going to go to break here. I'll decide to break. Um, I'm going to get into a TLC gimmick. A lot of people calling the show here. It's Friday. I guess everybody's doing a three-day weekend and not going to work. Bunch of jobbers just lazy sitting around watching the Taz Show on TazShow.com. Got to talk about screen. Just the gimmick on the uh, on the uh, the Facebook Live. I forgot to do that. I'll do that on the other side because we got the new thing going. But I don't know if it's working live. It's a whole cluster f. But I'll handle that on the other side of the break. I'll tell you what. I got some tech team, but I digress. Uh, anyway, <laughs> right now, video Brian's popping. Uh, anyway, on that note, break time here at the Tash Show. Uh, we will be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here, Tad Show. Uh, this Friday edition of the show here, going to get into a TLC breakdown, prediction, gimmick, gimmick, flip, flip, deal, deal. So, in a second, too. Hey, I told you guys about what makes uh, my truck and car roll the right way, and that's Kumo Tires. Okay, and, and that's the gimmick here, man. Kumo Tires, okay, if you go on their website, kumotire.com, learn how quality tires can improve your car's performance, better traction, better grip, better control, less noise. Okay, Kumo Tire, okay, basically better all always. So the deal is with them is it's the, it's the way your car feels. You can't explain it, the way it rolls. It's just a whole different feel of traction. The grip on curves, all this stuff turns and the exit off a highway and stuff like that. Yo, Akumo has the tires to make your ride feel safer, more traction, and all that jazz. When it comes to finding out the right tire for your favorite ride, exceptional handling in all conditions, by the way, Kumo definitely has the tire for, for tire for you. Okay, a variety of products and patterns to choose from. Ultra high performance, all-terrain, mud-terrain, on-off-road performance in different weather conditions. Okay, Kumo has what you need, no matter if it's a passenger car, luxury car, race car, tra- uh, trucks, SUV, crossovers, whatever it is, make your life easier and safer and make your ride better with Kumo. So basically all you got to do is go to KumoTire.com. That's K U M. H-O-Tire, T-I-R-E.com, KumoTire.com, okay, and get rolling, man. I'll tell you what, they're great. They do a great job. Like I said, for better traction, better performance in all season and all weather conditions, Kumo has a tire for you. High quality at better value. 
Kumo Tires for sure. So, got a lot of people calling the show here. It's very busy. It's Friday. People are happy. Oh, I want to talk to Taz. I love him. He's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know this much. When you work in the WWE or the wrestling business, Friday means you're getting ready for work usually. Get ready to get back on those house shows. I think Vince McMahon is running around saying, Oh, happy Friday. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. It's not happening. He's not doing that. Are you kidding me? Vince McMahon's not saying happy Friday. He's saying happy money. That's what he's saying. Give me money, you bastard. That's Vince. He's a winner. He's my new friend. Yeah, WWE loves me. Oh, the relationship's back. Yeah, I'll never knock them again. Ever! Putting them over Jones. <laughs> no. No, I'm joking about that. I kind of sometimes I do get a little crazy at times. But anyway, uh, oh, jeez. I just hung up on uh, somebody by accident, and it was my friend Janela Joe. Son of a bitch bastard. I love Joe. He's always cleaning the bowls. Janela Joe, you got to call back. What a jobber I am. Unbelievable. I can't believe I did that. And it's usually never my fault. I blame Handsome Johnny for this. Hey, uh, El Filippo from Delaware, uh, you are on the Taz Show. Hello, Taz. First time caller, I have one comment and one question. And begin. My comment, you've heard the old expression, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I live it. I think that's what Randy Orton's doing, Ray Bryant. Well, Ray Bryant. Mm, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Yep. And I'll leave it at that. You know where I'm going with that. Yeah, buddy. I'll leave it right there on the table because I think you might be right. And my second, uh, my, my second item is a question. I was wondering if it's a safety hazard when I see people like uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler. I used to see uh, Mr. Perfect do it. They chew gum when they're in the ring. Mm. I wonder how dangerous, how much of a safety hazard that is. Uh, well, it's a good question. I don't, I don't think anyone's ever brought that to my attention. I mean, like mentioned it like you're saying in a question, uh, El Filippo. And I'll tell you, and thank you for calling, buddy, from Delaware. I appreciate it. I, I don't think it's a safety hazard except for themselves, maybe, to choke on it. But he's a grown man. So they, you know, can most folks can walk and chew gum at the same time, I, I think except for the handful of producers that go through the revolving door here on the Taz Show. Will you stop? Come on now. So, but I, I, I think you could choke on the gum maybe while you're working, but, I, you know, while you're in the ring wrestling, but I don't think it's a safety hazard per se. Um, you know, we've seen different people chew the gum. We've seen some uh, men and fem- uh, and women, men and female, how am I doing? Men and women uh, competitors go in the ring and chew gum. I don't think it's a safety hazard, but, yeah, I can see why fans might think or some might think, oh, my God, he's going to choke on the gum. You know, I, I, I wrestle guys who are chewing gum. As long as you're not blowing bubbles while, you you know, you, you, you're body slamming me and you're blowing a bubble. You know, your arm drag me and next time I turn around, you got a big, you know. I mean, I, as long as that's not happening, I'm good. Just don't blow bubbles in my face. It might be something Jack Gallagher could do. Get you in submission holds, fix his mustache, chews gum, blows bubbles. <laughs> that might be good. Uh, but no, it's a good question by him about the gum. I, I don't think it's a safety hazard to answer the question succinctly, which I basically never do. But uh, I did right there. Oh, Janet and Joe, you on a Taz show? And I'm sorry that <laughs> handsome Johnny hung up on you. Yeah, it's uh, no problem. All right, take two. <clears throat> good gimmick, Taz. 
Joe, what's going on, my friend? Oh, nothing too much. Well, I just wanted to ask uh, Robbie a question if he's ever seen the movie Wayne's World. I have, Janitor Joe. Ah, well, what's the golden rule of broadcast? Uh, I, I can't tell you, but uh, I, I believe I requested... What the well, hell? That's a line from the one. movie. That's I know, a line. But, uh, yeah, but, but what is going on here? I mean, what what what, what are we doing here? What the, Joe, how can I help you? Joe, what's going on? All right, on? well, it was just uh, just trying to rip uh, uh, the Viking there a bit. It didn't work out too well. But you don't say two or one. You just don't, okay? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Go ahead. All right, all right. Uh, take three. Taz, uh, I had a question for you as far as... Uh, uh, SmackDown, I know you took a trip to 6 to 8 City on Wednesday, and I missed the show on Thursday. Yeah. But uh, as far as the writing for the females, you touched about it with Becky Lynch and the uh, yellow stripe down her back. No one really knows what that is. Right. Well, when- yeah, I thought it was like a kind of an old school thing. We don't yeah. see that, you know, you yellow, you got a yellow stripe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I saw it Tuesday with uh, Alexa Bliss. She, uh, Kind of with her promo, single uh, lollipop candy shop. If you get my uh, get my drift. Well, you're, you're breaking away. up a little, Joe. You're a little. You sound uh, usually you're a pretty clear caller. What are you in the? Uh, you in one of the stalls? No, I'm uh, on the road here. I'm a little rascal this morning. I'm stuck behind this old man in a Cadillac going 44 down State Route 44. It's just a speed limit sign. I got you. Um, okay. All right. So, what is your question now about the uh, yellow stripes? It wasn't really about that. It was just uh, Alexa Bliss's promo on Tuesday just seemed little uh, lollipop soda shop. It just uh, <laughs> it was a little uh, on the Fugazi side with what she had to say on the uh, contract signing. Yeah, it could but, be. I just think they're trying to be a little have a little edge to it and stuff like that. I mean, that, that's all it could be, uh, possibly. And, and thank you for calling. I appreciate it, Jenna Joe. You're always a fun caller. Uh, very nice. It could be something. I mean, I can see. We, I don't say figazi, but I mean, I guess there's double entendre Jones. I mean, sometimes you have double entendres to have some of the promo seem a little bit more like there's some time put into the writing of it. It's a little bit more intelligent, and so younger kids it goes over the head, but adults get the joke type thing. Double entendres. It takes some time to think of those. <clears throat> I told you guys earlier about um, you know talking about the new. You know, we're doing Facebook Live, but we're not. We are. We're not. We are. We're not. We are. To be honest, I don't know what we're doing. Okay, I know this much. Okay, I'm going to keep doing Facebook Live until we the new gimmick we have that's on TazShow.com, the chat. I'm calling it Gimmick Chat. We're just calling it Gimmick Chat. That's what it's called. Gimmick Chat on TazShow.com is supposed to be exactly like Facebook Live. We, But it's right now from our tech team, and that's no one who works specifically on this show, but for CBS... It's a work in progress. They're still trying to work out some kinks. So let me tell you what's going on with that real quick. So with the VOD, if you guys go to TazShow.com during the daytime or nighttime, whatever, you could go in there and you could watch the VOD on your desktop or laptop or tablet, okay? And you could interact with each other watching the VOD just like we do on Facebook Live. The Apparently what I'm being told is the live right now as I'm live that part's still not working, the ability to chat. If you can get confirmation on that. Uh, the ability to chat with each other while you're watching. That, that's not working right now, which is disappointing and was different information that my team and I was given. So, But it's a work in progress in defense to the tech crew that works for CBS here. So, um, you know, 
I I I, I, I want to let you guys know a couple of things too. So right now, it won't be available on mobile either. So you won't be able to do like you do Facebook Live where you could chat with each other while you're watching the show uh, in the fourth quarter. What the gimmick chat? That's not ready on an app or nothing like that yet either. Okay, so it's still a work in progress. I would have never talked about this <laughs> uh, and told you guys about it or put it on social media if I was given better direction, to be frank. Uh, so I was not given the right direction um, by, by our tech team. So, And I know they're busy. They're doing a lot of stuff, and they're trying to make the Taz show the best it could be and be the most interactive with you guys. So their intentions are great. They are. But I think we got a little ahead of ourselves there. Um, and I know my team's very thorough here, and I'm very thorough. So... I don't normally jump the gun on stuff normally, and I don't think I did on this, but I just, I don't think things were tested fully, and that's a shame. So I am sorry to you guys, the audience, for any inconvenience. So right now, this is what you can do or not do. If you want to chat with each other, you could do it with the VOD, okay, and not from your phone, from a tablet, laptop, desktop. Cool, no problem. I am going to continue doing Facebook Live, okay, until that's fixed f full throttle. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and you know, guys, I'm real with you guys. I'm honest. I don't have to tell you any of this stuff. I can just blow it off. But I like to be honest with the audience. And at times, I can piss off the people I work for here. And that's okay, too. That's okay. I enjoy pissing people off. Excuse me. So, um, you know, I got to be honest with you guys. I just, you know, we... The thing's not working right. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's that simple. Look, we're in a real tech world now. Everything is, and I've talked about this in the recent past, you know, on-demand content, right? Everything is digital, and that's the cool, slick thing. And it's like, oh, radios, terrestrial radios, archaic and outdone and a thing of the past. And nobody watches TV anymore. Everyone watches stuff on their handheld device. My ass, okay? That's not completely true. I mean, yeah, most people are, are, are doing that. A lot of people are doing that, especially the younger generation, the current generation. Yeah, I agree with that. Look, regular TV ain't going anywhere, okay? <laughs> and broadcast radio ain't going anywhere. Because of situations like mine, things are still a work in progress from a tech side. Not, you know, th there's, there's usually more issues with digital stuff than there is when you're doing, you know, uh, stuff like uh, uh, broadcast radio or broadcast TV. And and as cool as it is to watch stuff on your phone, you know, and it's awesome. I do it too. Dude, I watched, yo, I watched um, probably the f almost the whole first half of that Viking Cowboy game yesterday on Twitter. I watched it on my phone. I was in transit, otherwise known as traveling. That's what a novice calls it. I was traveling. I was in transit. So I was watching it on my phone, on the Twitter. And it's the coolest crap going that you could do that. I love it. I'm a mark for that. And it's, yo, crystal clear. It's phenomenal. Commercial gimmick is, I don't know, it's quick. It's not that. I don't know what's going on with the commercials. It just seems better. And I have a plethora of TVs in my home. You guys, I didn't know I have like 60 TVs. You know, I have like rooms of TVs, giant TV rooms. I have garages. I have an airplane hangar I just bought to put another TV room. So I got TVs everywhere. But sometimes I want to watch it on my little phone. And that's what a lot of people do. They like the digital on the phone, on-demand content. I got it. But yet it's still not perfected. And, uh, you know, my show, we try to be, and CBS is awesome with this, 
we try to be um, as uh, progressive as possible. Like, you know, we were doing Facebook Live. Now, there are a couple other shows here on CBS uh, on, on Play It that are starting to do, like, test out. We're testing the water with Facebook Live, which is awesome. But we've been doing Facebook Live here every day for months, months upon months. Hans and Johnny would probably know the date to a T. It was basically his idea. I mean, so it's like, you know, uh, we're kind of in our own world here, the Taz Show. You know, we kind of do things a little different. And usually we're, you know, my crew's spot on. We get it right. And the tech team's usually perfect. But in this thing, we're not. So this this, this gimmick, the gimmick chat, as we're calling it, it seems like a lot of people are liking it on VOD. You guys are talking to each other. It's awesome. I'm still trying to figure out how to friggin' log in. That's a whole nother story. So, so like, but you guys can log in now with one of your social media accounts. Okay, go to TazShow.com, and you can log in with your Twitter account with your account info from that, or your Facebook account, or uh, one of the other social medias. Um, I can't remember, was it Tinder? No, I don't know what it was, uh, uh, I don't know what it was called, not Tinder. No, it's one of those, I don't know, one of the other ones, uh, uh, you know, Acopolis, one of those. I, I can't remember which one it was. Tune in, one of them. Uh, but you, you could, you could, yeah, you could just log in. Just go to TazShow.com, hit video on demand, and, and just figure it out for yourself. Okay, you guys are a lot smarter than me, I promise you that. All of you. So, uh, so that's the deal. So I got to get into this little TLC thing. I got people calling the show, uh, it, like an insane amount of folks here calling. It's just crazy. Yeah, let me just take another call here. Hey, Douglas in Oklahoma City, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz, how are you, sir? Hey, uh, Douglas, uh, what's cracking? What's going on, big guy? Well, you know, for, uh, picking picking my spot to make it through the monsoon of the Taz Show. Oh, all right. I see what's up. So what's going on? What do you want to talk about? Well, I, I know you got the TLC predictions today, but I wanted to get your predictions predictions on two matches uh, from a Ring of Honor's final battle. Mm. Uh, the first match is uh, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Jay Lethal. Right. It's going to be a great match, I'll tell you that much. I mean, both those guys are awesome talents. <clears throat> you know, I, 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 I think, you know, Jay Lethal's the champion. I haven't, I, haven't really paid on, I haven't been on top of Ring of Honor that much. He's still the champ, correct? Uh, no, that... Uh, that Told that you. distinction belongs to uh, Adam Cole. I told you I'm not on top of it anymore, right? Not anymore, but I haven't watched <laughs> it. I, I didn't lie to you. I didn't lie to you. I didn't lie to you, no. All right, so that on that deal there, I would definitely go probably with Cody, with Cody Rhodes on that. And and But I'll tell you what, that's that's a match that I think will definitely tear it up, will be awesome for sure. Um, are you going to the show? Uh, unfortunately, no. I will be watching it on uh, on my phone. On the gimmick, okay. And what's your other question on on that uh, deal there? And the uh, the other match is Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Adam Cole for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Right. So Kyle O'Reilly, I've talked about him before on my show here, and and obviously Adam Cole, he's he's been on my show, but but and I, I'm a fan of these guys too. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly is is underratedly awesome, uh, without a doubt. And thank you, Douglas, for calling. I appreciate it. Um, Adam Cole, now, once you corrected me, sir, uh, Douglas, then I realized, yes, that's right, Cole is the champ. The The thing is, this is going to be a wrestlers-wrestlers match. These two guys, their chemistry is perfect together. I've watched both of them work a, a, a plethora of times, uh, O'Reilly and Cole. Uh, it's going to be great. I think Cole will probably retain the title. Again, I haven't been, st- I haven't been watching this show just because I watch so much content and I go through these waves. There was a wave where I was watching TNA for a while. And I usually do cover mostly WWE stuff on here on the Taz show because that's what a lot of you guys watch. So that's the, the mothership. So that's what I'm covering, you know. And that's uh, most easiest accessible, to be frank, for me to watch. 
But I, I, I enjoy Ring of Honor very much, for sure. So, But I have not been on. I apologize to any Ring of Honor fans. I have not been on top of that. You didn't even know who the Ring of Honor champion is. I know. That means I'm a horrible person. I know. I'm a horrible host, and I do a horrible show. And maybe one day when you have to pay for the show, then you can bitch about that. Yes. Until then, enjoy your free lunch. It's lukewarm. And be quiet. Or go away. Oh, Taz, you endear your audience. Yes, I do. That's what I do. But I think they'll do a good show tonight. Now, you're going to the show, correct, uh, Viking? Yes, me That's and good. the Mike Johnson. Oh, you're going as a couple with Mike? Like you and another, him, his wife, and you and a girl? Is that, that was... Yeah, well, well, he's trying to get on Dancing with the Stars. I'm trying to help him out, so. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Well, with so the salsa Mike music Johnson, and everything. You have other people going, I don't, need the, I don't need the names, but you have other people, friends of yours that are going with you. Yes, I do. Uh, two couples. Okay, cool. And so Johnson's going with somebody. We don't know who is. Uh, friends. We don't know, him. right, yep. But you're, are you planning a meeting with the Mike Johnson? Yes, I'm planning on meeting up, yes. And I will make sure I'm nowhere near that building. Or ta- That's in Brooklyn, the show? Where is it? In, Qu- in uh, Manhattan. Hammerstein. Oh, Hammerstein. Okay, I will be nowhere near there. That's right. That's exactly right. No, you have a good time there, Viking. Seriously, hope you have a good time. I, I, I hope so, too. We'll take a picture of me and Mike and uh, send it to you with loving kisses. Oh, don't bother. It's okay. Please, don't text me ever again. Uh, hey, uh, Joe, <laughs> in New Jersey, you're on the Taz Show. What's going on? Hello? Joe, 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 you're on the show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Uh, first time call, first time listener. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, Joe. How are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm big. I'm good, buddy. How are you? you listen, Joey, Joe, Joe. You got to make sure you're on top of it. Once yeah. I get to you, Joe, Joe, tell us what's going on, buddy. That's the first thing you do, okay? Question for you. What's up, buddy? Your entrance, entrance theme, your idea or creative team. Say that one more time. My, I couldn't hear you. Your entrance music. And uh, video, your your idea or creative team? Are you talking about WWE? Uh, obviously, right? That's what you're talking about? Joe. Yes. You're talking about my entrance from WWE, my music. That's what you're talking about, right? And the, and the video wall. Correct. Yeah, that was WWE. The video wall was all WWE. Um, a guy named Adam Panucci, who was a, for many years, a big-time producer uh, for WWE, does some of the best Raw packages, mostly for Raw, and, and uh, pay-per-views. Adam is a, a, a guy behind the scenes that is a big, massive part for many, many years of all that cool production you see that WWE does. He works under Kevin Dunn, and he's a great, great, uh, one, of, one of the several great producers they have, and they are amazing, their production team. So that video wall, uh, where I was like me coming out from, like I was in my singlet, and then I was wearing a leather jacket, and that, like I kept walking out from myself, my own body, that was all his idea. We did that in the, in the studio in Stanford, the WWE studio, before I debuted. The music, uh, I, I talked about this in the past. I had a meeting with, with uh, Johnson, Jim Johnson, the music guy, and Kevin Dunn, and um, gave, told them the type of music I like, what type of ring music I'd wanted. I let them hear War Machine from Kiss and the, 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 the version that ECW made of me, of War Machine. Um, they were digging it, they liked it, and then they made something that sounded nothing like War Machine, and they said, what do you think of this? And they let me hear it. And I, I liked it, and I talked about this a lot. For those that are new, you're obviously new to the show, uh, Joe, and thank you for calling there from New Jersey. But um, I talked about this in the past. Like, my music, if you listen to that WWE music, it's from a song called Can't Explain. Um, and it's just a harder, it, it, it's, I don't want to say it's from it. I think that Jim Johnson was inspired by the song Can't Explain. Um not the Who version, but uh, more of a, it's a heavier version. So the beginning of my WWE song when I debuted at the Garden was da 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 
Donna, and that's Can't Explain. And for those, if you go now, I think the Who did Can't Explain. I, I've been through this on the show before. I'm with Captain or maybe with Seth. I can't remember. Whoever the producer was that week. <laughs> oh, tragic. It's a Who. Yeah, but no, but someone else did the. Someone else did it. Uh, the Scorpions, I think. Scorpions. Yeah, the Scorpions did it. And and But anyway, if you listen to the, the, the version, it's kind of tweaked a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, I heard it, and I, I didn't think of Can't Explain. And I heard it. I'm like, wow, this is cool. I like it. I like I can get into this, and it fit me. And so, uh, yeah, the first run of the music they let me hear, I don't know, it was probably like a week before I debuted. They go, what do you think of this? We can change it. I go, no. I, I, they, they emailed it to me, and I loved it. So, yeah, to answer your question, Joe from New Jersey, uh, basically, the video wall was all WWE. Not creative, production. WWE production. Production. So, there you have it. So, uh, so there you go. So, I got to get into this uh, TLC gimmick here. Let me, give me a second here, folks. Hold on. Oh, Hot City Jones. All right. Get a sip of coffee here. I have the card. Hang on. The holidays. A little warm coffee. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Stop! Jesus. Okay, so here we go. I don't know what order they're going to do the matches, but I'm going to give you the order that I think they will go. Um, I got a funny feeling, and that's things in Dallas, right? So, so TLC is going to be in Dallas, which, as we all know, Dallas, a hotbed for pro wrestling. Some of the better pro wrestlers in the history of the game have been out of the state of Texas. A plethora of them throughout Texas, and Dallas is definitely a wrestling town per se. All the success the Von Erichs had, and world class, and you could just go on and on and name the stars from from Texas and, and, and that Dallas Fort Worth area. But anyway, so the crowd should be hot and they'll be dialed in for sure. Um, I, you know, so what are they going to start with? I'm thinking either Nikki Bella and Carmella in a no DQ match, or Corbin versus Kalisto in a chairs match. Now, so it's TLC. So you got a lot of weaponry going on, tables and ladders and chairs, uh, pun intended, right? So, uh, you know, it's usually you don't want to start a show off with, you know, um, weapons because <laughs> it's tough to follow. You don't want to ha- break furniture and weapons and, and do that kind of stuff because it's tough to follow. But you're going to do that with this type of show because basically every match is except I think the tag team titles right Heath Slater and Rhino versus Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt I don't, is there any steps on that do you know can you can you just double check their website thank you um, <clears throat> uh, so I would guess they'll probably start with uh, Nikki Bella and Carmella in a no DQ match I think you could start with the girls because both these girls have a lot of energy and they bring fire um, they're loaded with exuberance. They're going to bring... You want energy. That's segment one of a pay-per-view first match. You want that thing to be cooking. I'm going to go to break. On the side of break, because i got to go to break. I'm going to get into details on Nikki Bella and Carmella, what I think is going to happen, and then uh, get into the rest of the TLC show uh, and predictions. Okay, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Got one hour down, one hour to go here in this Friday edition of the Taz Show. Just about getting <clears throat> getting ready to uh, go into a TLC, uh, TLC uh, what do you call it, predictions and all that stuff, preview. 
Ah. Just trying to hydrate, guys. Don't get upset. Just trying to hydrate. So, yeah, as I said, I think they'll probably start this bad boy off with um, Nikki Bella and Carmella. What a rhymes. Nikki Bella and Carmella in a no-DQ match. <clears throat> you know, look, they've put a good amount of time. That's the beauty, right, of, of uh, you know, each brand, like Raw and SmackDown having their own stories and then having their own pay-per-views. I would think from a writer's perspective, creative team members and, and Vince McMahon in general and Stephanie and Triple H, all the people who pull the punch, uh, pull uh, the strings, <clears throat> I would think that it definitely makes the writing a lot easier. Not that you want easy, but because you have time to tell stories. So what does that mean? So let's just say there were there was still it was just one brand. There was no Raw. There was no SmackDown. It was just Raw and SmackDown TV shows. But it was one brand, like always, like it used to be. No disrespect to, to Nikki or Carmella, uh, but those are two talents with this storyline that could get lost in the shuffle. Corbin Kalisto also. I'm just saying, if you're not in that top level, not that you don't deserve it, just because it's, you know, it depends who they want to push at that time. I mean, uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right, as the expression goes, okay? And that's the same thing with bookers and with writers. Some people may think you're, you should be a big star, some don't. Paul Heyman thought that I was the cat's meow and needed to be the world champion and be a big star and push the piss out of me, and he did. And it worked, and you people accepted me. Vince McMahon, well, he didn't see that. He saw me as, you know, maybe mid-card Jones. Maybe lower mid-card. Maybe, maybe Dark Match Jones. I don't know, maybe. Will you stop? Come on, Taz, don't bury yourself. I'm not burying myself. I, I'm, I'm self-deprecating. I have fun. I'm just saying, point is, all kidding aside, Vince did not see me as big as a star that, you know, Paul did. And I'm just using me as an example. And it's not just me. There's a bunch of guys like that. Look at Eric Bischoff and Steve Austin. Steve Austin was not looked at by Bischoff and those guys in WCW as a big star. You know, everybody knows the story. And then, then Steve left and whatever and became a giant star. So I'm just saying, there's stories like that throughout wrestling. And that there'll always be stories like that throughout wrestling. It's the same thing in sports. You know? I mean, a head coach might think that certain running back is a star and he starts him. Head coach gets fired. New coach comes in and says, oh, you know what? The guy was playing second string. Actually, I think he's better. Let's start him. I mean, that's just beauty's in the hide, eye of the beholder. I'm watching the Cowboys play this. I'm watching Dak Prescott and I'm watching uh, uh, Zeke Elliott. And they're just running the offense. They're the guys in the offense. They're the guys. They're the guys. They're the guys. They're the guys. I'm thinking there's probably two or three running backs that are behind Dak Prescott that Maybe almost as good as him that are definitely D1 players that were successful and they were in the NFL and they're watching the whole game. They're not even getting on the field. Uh, that's mind-boggling, but that's that's how business goes in sports, wrestling, acting, all of this stuff. Beauty's in the eye of a holder. So what's my point on this with, with TLC? My point is, what I'm saying is, when you have two separate brands, Raw, SmackDown, now you have an opportunity to give people ample time to tell stories, get them over, because it's dedicated shows for those rosters on said show. That's my point about Nikki and Carmella. So this story has been told on SmackDown very well, in my opinion. Carmella has really built up a great amount of heat. Nikki has played off her in an awesome way. Um, I, I really love the build up for this match. I like the chemistry between those pe- both these girls. I like these two girls. I, I think they're both really good, intense workers. They, they're serious about their craft, and you could tell. 
okay? And they're doing a no-DQ match, and they need it. They need a no-DQ match for the story. And I think this could be a good match. Um, I'm going to be honest, I think Carmella wins the match. So uh, I think they're going to go with Carmella. I think she's in the build. Nikki and her sister, they have the show, the TV show, Total Bellas. They have, uh, they're they're veterans. They're they're very successful. Uh, I think, in my professional opinion, not that it would hurt. I'm going to use the word hurt for a second. But I, I, I don't, I don't want to exaggerate here. So just, I'm just going to use it for, for hits and giggles. I'm going to say hurt. I think a loss could hurt Carmella more than it could hurt Nikki at this stage in each of their careers. And I think the WWE realizes that. So no DQ match. Somehow, some way, Carmella is not going to do it nicely. But I think Carmella wins the match. Um, then you got Corbin, Baron Corbin, who's one of my favorite uh, talents in all of the WWE. Uh, just a big fan of this guy's work, his look, his promo style. Um, I've told you guys, this is a guy they can strap the rocket to, in my opinion, anytime they want, and just rocket him, man. He is the real deal. He's sitting on ready. On deck Jones, I'm telling you, man. This guy has got the it factor. Triple H booked him the right way in NXT. WWE, you know, Vince and company, they're doing it too. A little bit different than Triple H did it. I mean, for all I know, Triple H could be booking him on Raw. I mean, um, on SmackDown also. But when I say Triple H, I mean the way NXT did it. Uh, I do think that, um, I definitely think that Corbin is a guy that not only does he need to win this match, but they, they need to start really, he's at that point. I think they could start elevating him now. This is a guy who I always talk about. Some guys need titles to make the titles, and some guys need titles to help make themselves. I think Corbin's in a spot to get him to the next, to get him to the next level. He needs a title of some sorts. I'm not saying the world have a title yet. I see title or, or, or whatever, something. Or if he lets you know, let's say he was on uh, Raw, he'd have the U.S. title, something like that. I just think he needs that secondary title. I do. Um, he's just he's ready for it. And, and look, Kalisto's awesome, awesome talent, no doubt. These guys are going to, you know, these guys have worked a lot with each other. They, they have chemistry, even though one guy's a giant, one guy's not. And it's a chairs match, and it's going to be physical. And here's the thing, and this is the, the, the tough thing for WWE, okay? They're doing a TLC match, and, and I know, I bet you they're dealing with the struggles of this. It's definitely a nub. They're dealing with the struggles of it's TLC, We've built this thing up with weapons. We can't have any chair shots to the head, though. <laughs> and that's that's what has to be. And, and, and I guarantee you they don't do chair shots to the head. Unless they do a gimmick chair, and it's not a real, which I've never seen in my career. I've had people say, oh, you guys use fake chairs. Uh, no. <laughs> never in my life have I been hit. I've been concussed and split open, and they've all been by non-fake chairs <laughs> so yeah no uh there's no such thing as fake chairs that i've seen but maybe if they want to get a headshot in if they do i think then there's a chair that's gimmicked or not i don't know i don't think they're gonna even mess with it i i think they're very savvy and they're very concerned for their talent safety and concussion protocol and all that and it's a it's a hot button issue and it should be a hot button issue i remember several years back i was in tna and i was in a production meeting and somebody was told, one of the, somebody was pitching an idea about a guy getting hit with a chair. And I was in there, and I'm like, what? it was an agent meeting, actually, not a production meeting. So it was a finish meeting for finishes. 
I said, what are we doing? Are, are we really going to be hitting guys with chairs still? I mean, do we not see what's going on? Do we not? You know, and WWE already stopped with the chairs to the head. And TNA was still kind of going with it. And I had pushback in that room from two guys, which I won't name. And one was a pretty successful wrestler. The other guy was a successful booker. And I argued, and we argued, for about 20 minutes. <laughs> a healthy argument. And I lost the argument. And the guy got hit in the head with the chair. And I, 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 I'm not blaming TNA. I'm just saying like, that that's something that just it's, it needs to go away in the business. But WWE is in a little tough spot here because it's a weapons pay-per-view, in essence. It's TLC. And they've incorporated in a couple of storylines what we've seen it with AJ hitting... Ellsworth threw a chair really hard in the back, and we've seen Corbin hit Kalisto in the back. But notice, guys, they're in the back, okay? It still hurts like a bitch. Trust me, kids. <laughs> it hurts like the Dickens. But <clears throat> it's um, it's not to the head. And I, I think they're going to have to go through this whole show with no chair shots to the head. And the toughest match to handle that in is, uh, to be honest, is going to be the main event the TLC match with Ambrose and AJ, and the Corbin-Kalisto match. Actually, Corbin-Kalisto, because it's a chair match. I think they got enough creative agents and writers there, and Kalisto and Corbin, who be smart enough to work around the headshot. I don't think anyone's going to say, oh my God, I saw no chair shots to the head. Of course, unless you're listening or watching the Taz show. I don't think anyone's going to say at the end of the show, I'm pissed off, there was no chair shots to the head. What, Robbie making a face? You think someone's going to say that? No, no, no. I'm agreeing. No, if you don't, the, if you don't agree with me, that's no, no, no. Fine. I do agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you for okay, sure. Okay, no problem. No, if you don't agree, that's that's totally cool. Um, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think that anybody's going to say that. I, I, I think they're going to be smart enough to book this thing the right way, and you could do a chairs match without a chair, a chair shot to the head. You definitely could. You don't, you don't, you know, you, you don't do it. Obviously, you just get creative with the chairs, and I think these two guys will do that. I think Corbin wins the match. So there's my prediction on that. So, so far I said, because I'm not keeping notes here, because somebody stole my pen. Uh, thank you. Uh, Carmella's going to win. I say Corbin's going to win. Then we got Heath Slater and Rhino for the tag team titles defending against Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. So, I got to tell you, I think this is going to be a good match. This is a sleeper match. This is a match that people's not ex- people aren't really expecting to be. Like, really, really good. They're not expected to be bad. I just think because you got some mixed styles here between all four of these cats. It's all four guys have different styles. But they're all veterans. They're all pros. And they're, they're going to tear it up. They're going to have a good match. I, I really believe that. Um, I think, my opinion, I'm, again, going on a, not on a limb here a little bit, I think you get new tag champs in Orton and Bray. <clears throat> because I think they, they look, Randy Orton's a massive star. And they got him in a subservient role to Bray Wyatt right now. And we heard a caller earlier today, I, I'm sorry I don't remember his name, but referenced that he thinks that, um, you know, Randy Orton is keeping his enemies closer in this situation, and there's going to be a turn. And Randy's playing kind of a game here with Bray, and I think that's true in character. And I think that game gets more interesting, ladies and gentlemen, when you have a tag team title in the hands of both those guys. Because <laughs> that's when the game gets really interesting. If now Randy says F you and all this stuff, and now you got tag team, you could do a lot with that. We've seen in the past uh, tag teams hate each other, uh, storyline, stuff like that. We've seen that, and I think they could go that route here. I do think that 
and I like Slater and, and, and Rhino together. I think they're funny. But I think that they had a moment. They were shining as a unit, and I think that moment might be going away now. My opinion. I think that's why Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt were incorporated in this tag team tournament, if you remember. It was a tournament, and Randy and Bray initially weren't even in it. And then they just kind of inject, interjected themselves after the American Alpha won. Like, whoa, whoa, not so fast, guys. You know, we're, we're going to, you're going to wrestle us now, you know. And I think that put Randy, I'm trying to teach you guys something, a little, uh, little LT moment for you, basically. Boys and girls, it's time to gather around the learning tree with your kind and caring teacher, Taz. He's always so angry. He yells at everyone. Why? He's sharing his one-of-a-kind insider perspective of professional wrestling. It's all about me. It's me. Me, me, me. It's the learning tree with Taz. You want to take your stars and elevate them to another level, right? Everybody knows that. Well, that's what they did. If you pay attention to the, you know, the, the tag team tournament, they had all these cats lined up in the tournament. They announced who the tag teams were. They did this cool thing or whatever. And next thing you know, out of nowhere, here's the elevation to a different level. Different level Jones, Wyatt and Orton. Hey, guess what? You got to face us. That put them at a... That puts them already in the power position because they're not part of just some tournament. They don't even have to be in it, basically, in a seeding system or whatever you want to call it. That shows you they're going to win these titles. Now, I could be wrong. I don't think I am. I say Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt win because that's and that's the LT moment. It's like that you, 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 it's a second level of push, and that's what I'm trying to just mentioned to you guys. And that's what they did with Orton and Wyatt. Just in that gimmick there, that promo on the Tron when American Alpha was in the ring on SmackDown. And they said to him, hey, 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 well, not so quick. <laughs> you got to beat us now. They said something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But that was that shows you they're going to win the tag team titles. I knew it then. And I think they're going to win. I do. Now, now, they could do the obvious thing, okay, which where I would be wrong. They would do the obvious thing where Randy Orton turns on Wyatt and he don't give a crap about the tag team titles. And he turns on Bray and then Bray loses for the team. Bray does not need to lose anymore. He's lost enough. Okay, Bray uh, is that special character that they got to treat a little more special in my opinion, just my critique. Um, I say you put the titles on them and then you do the dissension, and then you have Orton basically, yeah, I've been working here, but now we have tag team champions. It's a great story that, that pff, hate each other's guts. It's worked in a business before, and it's cool. It's different. It's, it's not done a lot. The safe bet, in my professional opinion, in my experience, the safe bet is have Orton turn on Bray. During the match, cost Bray and himself the tag team titles, because Orton don't care about the tag team titles. And now Bray Wyatt's even madder at him, and then they're going to go with the Orton-Bray angle, which is more predictable. To have them win, and then Orton eventually, over time, turns on him, is not predictable, in my opinion. So, But I do think that uh, it, it gets people thinking, and I'm intrigued to see the match. At the end of the day, from a physical standpoint, I think all four of these guys will have a really good match, because they're all true pros, and it'll be really good. Uh, another really good match. This whole card looks good. We had a call, call earlier saying it's going to be a good card. And he's right. Becky Lynch and uh, Alexa Bliss. I, I, you know, um, 
talk about something being built up right. I mean, this thing, and it's a tables match now. And it's for the women's title. And, and I think Becky retains. Okay? I think they need to have Becky retain. This is the building process as hard as a champion. I think Alexa is a legit heel. I, I love this girl's promos. She, she could lose all she wants. It's not going to hurt her. If they put the title on, it's, not, it's good, too, because she can talk, man. She can talk, and she's got that bitchy thing going on and in character. I don't know the girl. I'm not calling her that word, but I'm just saying in character. She's got that going on, and, and she does it well, you know? But I think Becky wins. I think this is a, a, a victory for Becky. I'm for sure it's a needed victory for her. Um, Becky's that type of baby face that needs that right now. And not that she's not talented enough. You guys know I'm a fan of hers. But I just think that it's something that um, uh, I think would be a, a good thing for her to get the victory and it doesn't hurt Alexa. And they could keep going with this story if they wanted. You know, they really can. Hey, uh, D in Pennsylvania, you are on uh, the Taz Show. What's going on, buddy? Good moment, Taz, and hello, Mr. Viking. What's up, big guy? Yo. Um, I didn't get a chance, you know, I, 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 uh, I jobbed out this week. I, I mean, I didn't get a chance to listen to your show at okay. all this week. No you know, I've been getting up late. You uh, know. I, but, listen, um, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's all right. I'm sorry it's, to let you, I'm sorry to let you That's down. all right, bro. It's all right. <laughs> but, um, I want to talk about, uh, 205 Live and Mr. Jack Gallagher. I don't know if you covered him. I did. But in my, in my opinion, he is a great entertainer, and it's few and far between that you come across. He's not a, he's not a high flyer, and he's not a power guy. Right. But he is a great entertainer. To me, he had the main event of the night, if you ask me. Just, just the stuff that he did in the ring. I just wanted to get your thoughts, and if you think that he would be a, a, a main event superstar and, and, a, and a major brand like Raw or SmackDown kind of superstar. First off, I think that I, I agree with you. First off, I'm a fan of his also, but I urge you, D, to listen or watch the, the show from yesterday, my show, because I covered Gallagher extensively uh, in this, okay. and I gave a different slant on him, something that I'm not crazy about, but the rest of his stuff I am crazy about. To answer, to say this thing about championships with him, I do think he'll be the cruiserweight champion one day. Yes, I do. Um, I don't, I don't, and I hope I'm wrong. Maybe he'll be the WWE champ one day. I doubt that. Um, but I do think he will be the cruiserweight champ one day. He can talk. He's got the look. He's different. But what I get, I'll give you a little snippet, and what I want you to go and listen or watch yesterday's show, okay, when you get okay. a chance, okay. uh, and just find the spot where I talk about Gallagher because what I t- said about him, at D, is what he does that I'm not a fan of is he, uh, he embarrasses his imp- opponents in character too much. And it, it's That's a, a good point. It, it, it's, a good point. It's, it's, you know, T- turning guys into knots and having the middle of the ring where they can't move is funny and everybody laughs and then you run from the corner and kick the guy in the ass. It's funny. It's very funny. But I got news for you, D. What happens is when you go to that next level and work with guys that are major stars, no disrespect to nobody, they're not doing right. that. They're not letting you do that to them. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Because and, yeah. and I think Vince McMahon will let that happen for a little while, but not forever. Um I think he and I, I. I'm not saying the guy's doing it to be mean. It's very entertaining. It's very unique. You know, fixing your hair, fixing your mustache, where you got a guy in a submission hold, that that pisses guys off. Uh, you know, sometimes yeah. it really does. But but I do I do I, I am a fan of his. I'm not I'm, I'm I'm just critiquing something about him that I professionally don't like. That's all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man. No problem. Thank you. Take care, buddy. See you soon. Bye bye. Right, you too. So there you go. Yeah. So. uh well, yeah, I definitely I like I, I like Gallagher a lot, man. These guys legit for sure. I just think 
I'm not, say, I'm not telling the guy to change his style. I'm just saying, beware. <laughs> so it's sometimes you got to be careful with that, especially when you're winning a match. He won that match, Gallagher. He, it was Davari, right? He beat Davari, and, and, and he won the match. You know, if you're doing a job and you do stuff like that, it's, it's a consolation. It's cool. You win the match. You got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you. I'm going to let you beat me. Not only that, I'm going to let you turn me into knot, ass end over tea kettle, and then run from the corner and kick me in the arse. Come on now. I'm going to kick your ass! It's not happening. So I'm just saying, that kind of stuff you got to watch. You know, that's all I'm saying. But I do like him. But I, I don't want to get off topic here, and the topic is the TLC gimmick. So, <laughs> But D, uh, D from Pennsylvania, thank you for the call. Good, good question, good call. And he was honest. See? He's not calling. I listen every day. He said, I haven't listened to you in a week. Good chance he's probably never listened to me again. Probably. Yes. Probably pissed at me and he's done. I'm telling him, watch, go listen to watch yesterday's show. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. He's like, F you, Taz. Tell me what to do. Jerk. That's probably what he's saying about me. Guaranteed. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? I guarantee that's what he's saying. Guaranteed. He don't care. Definitely don't care. Slamming bods and beyond. So, anyway, we got uh, the women's title, as I said. I think Becky Lynch... Uh, we'll win. I think these guys are going to tear it up. Tables match. They set this thing up the right way, as we saw. Okay? We saw them set up the right way. And, and uh, you know, what we saw, Becky was about to do a big suplex off the ropes to the table with Becky's body. But Becky, I raked it out of it somehow. Did something arise? I raked it or whatever she did. And then pushed her through the table, which set up the table match. Simple setup, smart setup works. This match is going to be good. These two girls want it. They're aggressive. They're, they're good talents. And they're going to tear it up. So I'm going to predict that Becky will win this match. Um, I really, I think she definitely will. And it's going to be a good one. It'll be a good one, for sure. Hey, uh, Frank, in Montreal, uh, you are on the Taz Show. Hi, Taz. How are you doing? Hey, how are you, my friend? What's up? Uh, not much. Uh, just wanted to say that I love your show. Just uh, started watching, uh, listening to it uh, recently, and uh, it's, it's awesome. Oh, awesome, man. I appreciate that, Frank. Um, mm. So you go, what are you, uh, you streaming? I'm just curious, like you're up there in Canada. So do you watch it on your mobile device or on your laptop? What, what, how, what's your process? I'm curious. Uh, usually I listen to it on Spotify the day after. Cool. Okay, so you listen to the audio on demand version of the show. Exactly, yeah. I'm curious. Just because I'm curious, it's a random question. Don't take it. I'm just wondering, Frank. Why don't you watch it, like video? You still have time, or what's the reason on that? Uh, usually I'm not always, uh, like I would, I, sometimes I'm driving to work, sometimes I'm at work, but, uh, I actually tried to watch it this morning and, uh, I have to download an app and for some reason the, uh, the video won't load. So I don't know if it's my phone or if it's the, the app itself that doesn't work properly. Or I don't know what, but oh, it's, uh, a good yeah. it's a good chance it's on our end. Um, yeah. yeah so, um, uh, yeah, uh, no, but I think maybe you should next time, if you're able to watch it, just pull the car over, no matter what time you got to be at work. And watch the whole two hours. You get to work a little late. Who cares? You're the boss. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll tell my boss uh, yeah. to, uh, to watch it. And if yes. there's a problem, he's going to call you, right? I, that's right. I always had a thing right, here, cool. Frank, on my show where I tell people, go to work angry. Show up with an attitude. Set the tone so your boss knows who the effing boss is. You know what I'm saying? And you should yeah, do that, right. too. Yeah. You should do it, Frank. I'm telling you. We do it in America. Exactly. We do it here in America all the time. It's great. Yeah, but we're in Canada. We're different, right? We're supposed to be nice all the time. So oh. I'll try. I'll try to see if it flies. Hey, listen, I know a lot of Canadians. Okay, you guys are not always nice. I can tell well, you. I, that. I said. We're, I said we're supposed to. <laughs> we're not necessarily that way all the time. Yes, that's true. So what's up, Bob? What do you want to talk about? 
Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, last night's NXT. Uh, I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on uh, the way it ended with Ty Dillinger. Do you think he's headed to the main roster, or do you think uh, what's because uh, he uh, like waved at people as if he was going to leave? I don't know. What's, what do you make of that? I don't know if he's. I don't. I don't think he's going to the main roster. Maybe he is. He's ready, in my opinion, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that was just a thing, Frank, where, you know, he wrestled the the, the NXT champion and, and lost the match. And, and you know, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I said in Toronto at the NXT TakeOver show when he and Bobby Roode wrestled, I felt that, that he was made right there. Ty Dillinger was always a tremendous talent. And that 10-10-10 thing is over. And, yeah, it, right. it, and against Rude, who's just an awesome, awesome professional, uh, both those guys had an amazing match, and I really believe that Ty Dillinger, and I tweeted it back when that show was happening from Toronto, Frank, I said, hey, we're watching Ty Dillinger actually become a made guy right now. So then he go yeah. on TV in Ottawa, right? That's where the show is from. Yep. And, and then what happens is, so then he gets into a little angle backstage with Samoa Joe, boom, they have a match. And he, he doesn't tap out to the champion. He gets choked out. So what they did right there, Frank, is they protected Ty Dillinger a little bit. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's always better to get choked out than tap out, even though, you know, uh, for a baby face to tap out sometimes can be rough. But I, I would sell it as an announcer. Hey, the guy's, you know, if I'm protecting the baby face, hey, the guy got caught. There's no harm in tapping. There's no shame. You live to fight another day. All those type of cliches work in that situation. But I, I don't know if he's going to the main roster, Frank, and thank you for calling. I, I think I think he should stay in NXT and just build right there. Uh, I'm not saying he'll never go to, to, to Raw SmackDown. I just think right now uh, he's in a good spot, you know, to, to get a uh, – maybe maybe get into an angle or something with somebody else, if not Joe. I don't know. I mean, it is a little funky. Maybe you're saying this, Frank, because, you know, we saw him wrestle uh, rude and he lost, okay, in an awesome match, as I said, in Toronto. And then, okay, I know I'm late to break, hang in. And then he uh, he wrestled the champion on TV and lost, but he didn't tap. So there's room for an out there to keep him going somewhere with Joe or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't feel like he's going to the main roster, but hey, maybe he'll show up at TLC. Who the heck knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, wouldn't be the first time. That's that's for sure. And won't be the last. I'm going to break. Other side of break, I will get into the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler in the ladder match, and I will also talk about the main event, Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. We'll be on Facebook Live on the other side too. Facebook.com/slash The Taz Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Taz Show, Friday edition, fourth quarter city. Doing a uh, TLC uh, TLC breakdown. Based, not breakdown, I'm sorry. Reacting. Uh, react, how am I doing? Take two. Doing a TLC prediction show and uh, preview kind of thing. And I read, went through most of the show. Going to handle the uh, IC title and the world title here in a second or two. We're on Facebook Live right now. And for those on Facebook Live, I explained... Earlier in the show, I'm not going to do it again. The gimmick chat, that's what we're calling it, at TazShow.com. I don't, it's not working for the live gimmick right now. It's only working when you watch VOD. So I don't want to get too much detail on it. I did it earlier. Those watching right now on Facebook Live, you can go listen later to the audio on demand of the full Taz Show here. I talk about it, I think, in segment two, probably. and Or you can watch the VOD later. I'm not going to hold your hands with your free lunch, Facebook Live people. I know you're special. Then I get swerved. Then I get some of the people on Facebook Live are also on Twitter. 
It's like double whammy Jones. Like I, I, I told you guys this in the past. I think there's like a whole separate batch of it. I think I, I feel like there's the Twitter Taz Show fans, then there's the Facebook Live Taz Show fans, then there's the Instagram Taz Show fans, which are awesome because they don't really bother me ever. They're always nice for the most part. So uh, unlike you people at Facebook Live, always mean to me. I'm joking. And the Twitter people. So yeah, so we're up running live there on the Facebook Live. I see the whole gimmick. So um, I'm sure I'll get thumbs up, smiley faces to build my esteem, my self-esteem, my ego. I'm getting a bunch of smileys now. You guys know how I am. I need it. I need all the help I can get. I need the love. I'm very insecure. That's what I'm about. I've been on TV in the past, and when you're on TV long enough, you need constant reassurance that you're important. It's vital, and we need people like you to tell us that. That's life in the world of a quasi-star. Hey, uh, Bill in Ohio, you were on the Taz Show. What is going on? Taz, uh, good morning, and I want to say, first and foremost, uh, congratulations to you on the phenomenal success of your worldwide radio show beaming out right now live to all the multi-millions and millions and millions of Tasmaniacs all around the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 pre- I need to hire you as my agent. Jeez, you're good. Well, I, well, I appreciate that, but I got a, I got a question for you. It's, yes, uh, it's yes, a rumor that I had uh, read in a wrestling magazine a little while back, and something I was listening to your show on the uh, old school promos the other day, it triggered me, and I want to see if you can settle for me, okay? Sure, sure. I heard that the truth of it is, is this, going all the way back to the beginning, when it comes to Taz, the reality is, is like this. It's like with Bruce Lee, they had to slow down the footage so you could see, because he's too fast for the camera. <laughs> I heard that as vicious and feared as Taz was in the squared circle, the reality was he's even meaner, even tougher, and even smarter about the wrestling business than what anybody realizes. <laughs> okay, number one. Yeah. Number two, I heard, and it's the rumor, I don't want it to spread out among the Tasmaniac universe without you settling it here. Uh, it's just between you is and me. Nobody else can hear it. It's not just a one-dimensional thing. <laughs> it right. is also the business mind, like Howard Stern, probably be the king of all media in about five years. The talent, Taz has won it on TV, on radio, whatever. Here's the rumor I'm hearing, Taz. Mm. I'm hearing that even to this very day, with injuries or whatever and all that, that in reality, well, mine has stopped a normal human being, but to this very day, and I heard that you'd never admit it, even if you get put on the spot like this, that you're the most feared man out there, and you could probably <laughs> put the beat down on any man in the business today. Uh, uh, well, spot, Taz, and I know you're probably denying. I don't no, want to start no. a rumor among all the Tasmaniacs, and no, they, Bill, need to come no, to, no. they need to come to UFC and stuff. <laughs> Bill, maybe a few years ago, uh, that would have went down. And thank you for calling, buddy, and all the kind words. No, I, I, listen, that's... Nice of you to say, and it was funny and stuff. I, I, you know, I, you know, back in the day, I was, I worked hard in the ring, and I worked hard in the gym, and I worked hard in my background, uh, you know, grappling and uh, and everything. And I just, you know, uh, I also, and I talked about this many times during the Human Podcast Machine back in the day. Which, by the way, I'm wearing an old school HPM shirt for those that noticed. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I talked about this like, um, you know, I, I was getting like this big. Monster push in ECW, and I had I, I had a reputation, and I, I I thought mentally I was ready for the push, and I kind of handled it a little immature at times. I was younger, 
Uh, I had a big chip on my shoulder. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, 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 I believed in the character and how I performed the character. Um, I also believed in myself, and I would never. Um, you know, I've had issues with guys in the ring, and I've always held my own and did pretty good. I'm, I'm proud to say. I never wanted issues with the ring with guys, but sometimes that would happen before ECW. Um, you know, I, I don't. Um, now that I'm older, you know, I realize that why some of those guys from original ECW didn't like me back then. You know, I understand that, you know, um, because I little, little, I never hurt nobody's push or used any political powers to hurt anyone. That, that, that's, if anyone ever said that, I mean, that's a straight lie. I don't think anyone's ever had, because that would be a straight lie. I never done that. Sometimes I was not really the most sociable guy, and that, that's, I wasn't. I was, um, I was I was uh, I was uh, a hard ass guy, you know, and I believed it, you know. I, I believed it, and because that's who I was, that's how I grew up. I grew up in a very tough area, and I went to a very tough school with a lot of violence and crime, and you know, and I, I was, you know, I I I done some things and uh, fights when I was younger, and won a lot and lost a couple. I mean, I'm just saying, I you know. Uh, I had this reputation that was built, and 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 Paul Heyman capitalized on it and was smart to do so. Um, and then I always joke, and and you know he always was a friend of mine, and and even when we had an incident, and I'm talking about Van Dam, and he's still a very good friend of mine. And and I always I, he's Rob, and he's been on my show a couple of times. You guys, he's been in the studio before, and I say, Rob, you killed the mystique of Taz. I mean, what the hell? You killed the Taz mystique. Oh my God. You know, because we had an instant locker room, and then Rob open face slapped me, and Taz didn't get up and suplexed him and beat up Rob. So Taz is a P word. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> if people want to think that that's fine, like that, I'm the P word, that's okay. That's no problem. That's okay. Now, in this day and age, I mean, I'm kind of beat up, and I'm an old man, so I don't think I'm, I got some physical issues, so <laughs> I'm not looking to fight anybody, to be honest with you. <laughs> But, uh, you know, if you go near my family or, or try to come at me, then I'll, I'll do what I got to do. But for the most part, I'm, I'm a little banged up. So I'm not getting in the ring fighting nobody and grappling nobody. But um, I don't know. That's uh, Brandon Robinson on uh, on Facebook Live saying that's because you made his belt silver. <laughs> I get it. I get the joke. Oh, man. For those that know Rob, um, Rob was in here and he was mad at me. He's like, yo, you, because I was the guy helping design the belts back in ECW. And I had my FTW belt was gold, and his TV belt, which he had for like 9,000 years, uh, was silver. And he says that I did that on purpose. And I'm like, no, I didn't. So we had a little spat in the studio here, but it was fun, though. And then we went to breakfast and left. So, But, uh, but no, uh, you know, I don't know. Reputation is reputation, whatever. At the end of the day... We're all humans, we're all people, and as you guys know, I love everyone in this world. Yes. I'm Joe Babyface, you guys know that. All right, so back to TLC. Uh, Miz, Dolph Ziggler, ladder match, IC title, Intercontinental title. You know, I mean, they, they look, these guys obviously have a storied past, a history here, uh, chemistry, the whole nine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I hope they're both safe, because I think they're going to take a lot of chances. I think, I think... Um, I think they're really going to put their bodies out there. And they're going to, these two guys are both going to try to outdo 
any ladder match that's happening. What's the famous one? Uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, was it Scott Hall? Razoron? Yeah. That was the famous one. And I think they're going to really try to uh, outdo that. Was that, uh, can you, GTS, that was for the IC title. I don't remember. I I think that uh, maybe Michael, no, maybe uh, Razor was the uh, IC champ. I don't remember. I'm not good with the history stuff. But uh, if you get confirmation, let me know. Yeah, it was at WrestleMania 10. Okay. And, and it was a ladder match, and uh, Razor Ramon defeated uh, Shawn Michaels, had Diesel uh, at ringside with him uh, to win the IC title. So that means Sean was the IC champ. Okay. Correct. So I think that I actually watched the match. I just don't remember who was champion and stuff. But I remember seeing the match. It was amazing. And uh, I, I think that, my opinion, you'll see a lot of B-roll in a video package. Miz versus Dolph. Just a prediction. I think you'll see a lot of footage from that Razor HPK match. Um which I think is, if they do do that, that's tough. You're really putting a gun to the head to Miz and Ziggler. You know, there's a lot of high expectations. I'm speaking on on, <laughs> on experience. When you you get a match and a feud that's really built, um, Brendan McKenzie saying, no, Razor was the champ on, on Facebook Live. What you just say? Oh. Yeah, no, Razor won the title. He beat Michaels. Okay, so Michaels went into the match as the champ, right? Correct. Razor Ramon defeated Shawn Michaels, correct. Okay. To I win, see. to win, yes, correct. Okay. And then Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam next year beat Razor Ramon in another ladder match to win the title back from Razor Ramon. Okay, long-winded Jones. Thank mm. you. So, so um, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yes. Okay, so they're going to show a lot of footage, in my opinion, of, of that match with Razor and uh, Shawn. I think that's tough. Because I, like I said, I've been in you know matches. I've been the main match was me and Sabu, and it was just for one year. This thing was hyped to no end, and, and you know you guys heard me talk about this before. It's like, well, how are we gonna live up to this hype? I mean, Sabu would laugh like, I don't know what we're gonna do. Like, you know, it's gonna be hard no matter how good of a match we have. No one's gonna say it was amazing. They lived up to the hype because there was just so much hype. But um, this is different. I mean, I, I think that these two guys uh, will tear it up. No matter what they put in the video package, and it's not bad if they put the stuff in there. I'm just saying it's tough to live up to the hype. But I think they're going to take a lot of chances. I hope they're both safe. I think that um, Miz retains the IC title here. I think he needs to. Um, it's okay to have Dolph chase, or maybe that turns Dolph to completely snap and turn heel. I don't know. I'm not sure uh, on that part of it. But I do think that Miz will win the match, in my uh, opinion. Okay, then you have, uh, what else we got? Then we got um, AJ Styles in the main event versus uh, Dean Ambrose in a TLC match. Okay, this is for the world title. And look, talk about bills. I mean, they've been building the heck out of this thing, and they're doing a good job of building it. So, And they've been using James Ellsworth as a little bit of a sacrificial lamb and, and a, 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 a bridge to, to the angle and for the heat. You know, for Ambrose to have little Ellsworth saying, uh-huh, I beat you, AJ, not once, not twice, but three times. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. The agitator, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. I'm yeah. going to come at you like a spider monkey. So I get that. I think that's fine, uh, even though they're baby faces, which I guess in old-term bookies would be a little weird to do it like that. But it is what it is. But uh, these guys will have a pretty good match here. I think it's going to be real physical. It's TLC style, so tables, ladders, and chairs. I mean, there's been a lot of great ones. It'll be tough to uh, live up to all of them, but when you got AJ Styles, dude, um, AJ is, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, one of the best 
in the world today and will go down as one of the best of all time in that top tier. He's that good. And he's always been that good. The guy is just consistently a, a beast in that ring. And, uh, you know, give me an AJ Styles match, I'm in. I told you guys in the past, when I went, when I left, uh, when I went to uh, TNA, left WWE and went to TNA, I, one of the things I was most excited about was that I was going to call AJ Styles matches. I said I never met it. I never met AJ. I didn't know AJ, and um, uh, you know, I, I but I watched him a whole bunch, and you know, for me as a color commentator, he was a dream to call his matches because he was just so friggin' good, and it was so easy to even get over his stuff even more, you know, as a broadcaster. You know what I mean? So um, I enjoyed that, and I'm a big fan of AJ. I like Ambrose. I, I like I like I like AJ more, maybe because I don't know Ambrose. Um, but uh, I, I got to tell you, um, I think you got to have AJ retain here, okay? And it's going to be physical as piss, that I promise. Because, you know, Ambrose has a history in that, even before he went to WWE, of moving some furniture, getting violent, and doing some crazy stuff. So he's not afraid to do that, nor is AJ. So uh, I, I think this makes a um, an awesome matchup. Um, I know we had, uh, who was it who called, uh, oh, it was uh, Noah Howell said he thought that Ellsworth would turn here and cause, age, uh, cause Dean the match, and that could happen. I don't think Noah's completely off his rocker with that comment. I really don't, but I just think that what they did with Ellsworth is, in my professional opinion, a way to keep him off the show on Sunday. That's why, to pile a lot of heat on AJ, because people like AJ, guys, this is nubworthy people like aj styles so they know people like ellsworth so they have to do something where aj goes into tlc the bona fide heel to help ambrose stay babyface and you have aj completely dismantle a defenseless ellsworth with a chair shot to the back while he's hanging tangled up in the ropes upside down and then Styles clash him on the steps, off the steps, whatever the heck it was. I, I just think that you know you want to keep uh, you know you want to keep that heat on AJ, and that's how you do it. And you want to keep Ellsworth. Now that keeps him out of the building. It's an easy story in the pre-show of TLC on the WWE Network for the announcers at the panel and, and whoever's there to tell the story of, oh, my God, he's in the hospital still or he's hurt. I don't know if there's any reports, like in storyline, like if he's in the hospital. I don't know if they have any. I haven't paid attention to that. But you could keep him out of the building. I, I could be wrong on this. It's just, uh, again, you know me, I, I give you my opi opinions, uh, you know, from my heart and my brain. And I don't, I'm not, like, getting information from people. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. I don't have sauces except for, like, tomato, maybe, and ragu. What happened? The last tweet he sent out was that Who's he? he James Ellsworth, oh, thank you. was that he's honored to be part of the Ambrose Asylum, so there is no update on his Twitter or WWE's Twitter about okay. his condition. Right, so so I think maybe uh, maybe they, they it's in, like I said, it's an easy story for the announcers to tell in the pre-show, and especially in the pay-per-view, <clears throat> which would be uh, SmackDown, right? So it's Morrow, JBL, and um, uh, Harvard. So they could they could basically tell that story, uh, Otunga. They could tell that story of Ellsworth's not here. He's in the hospital. He just got out of the hospital. Whatever the heck it is, you know, and and give you some medical update on him. So I think that's why, contrary to what one of my callers here, Noah, said, and he said he thinks that you know 
that that Ellsworth will turn, which I think eventually he'll turn. I just think not now. There was a lot of heat there. I mean, and look, what are you going to do? You can have Ellsworth come out in a neck brace or on crutches. I mean, you could do all that. It's hokey, though. I mean, this is going to be a serious match. you got to go into this. you got to let AJ and Dean go into this TLC match for the, the you know, the holy grail, the world title, and, and whoop ass and, and get physical and get crazy. You can't have the guy that you're building as a mascot that you make fun of all the time because of his face and then have him come out all banged up and then he, he, he you know, he cost one of these guys a match. I, I think you keep him out. I don't care. Put a freaking GTV spy cam gimmick in a hospital and he's watching it from the hospital. I don't know. Do something like that or he's home. He's got his leg up and he's eating freaking Captain Crunch and he's got neck brace on and he's wearing, I don't know, a halo. I, I don't know, something. That could be funny, whatever. I mean, I, I, if you want to have money, I just don't think have him, I don't think have him come out there uh, and, and go out um, and, and do anything um, in that match. I don't. I think he should be out, out. Um, so, uh, anyway. So that, that's my take on that. But I do think this will be a great match with AJ and Dean Ambrose. I do think that um, AJ will retain. And they're going to get physical. And it's going to be wild. And uh, I'm looking forward to TLC. I do think mm. TLC is going to be a good show. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, it's in Dallas, like I said earlier. So you're going to get a, a rabid fan base. You're going to get people that are smart to the business that are real wrestling fans. And, um, you know, I think it'll be great. So also, uh, before I wrap this show up here, for those people on Facebook Live that are watching the show right now, like I said earlier, um, what, why is this guy saying I'm lying? Kenneth Chandler on on Facebook Live. Taz, admit you're lying. What, what am I lying about, dude? Mm-hmm. What, 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 I, 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 it's, I, you know, I don't know. It's people, you know, please. NFL refs did the job. It's a work. Tony Tororo, it's a work. The whole thing's a work. I talked about that before with the guy from Nebraska. It's a work. Um... The Facebook Live people, so check it out. Like I said earlier, uh, the gimmick chat, which is on TazShow.com, the live chat is not up and running yet, so I apologize for that. Um, hopefully it's working by next week. Uh, we'll see. You can go on there and chat with each other while you're watching the VOD, which is funny to me. I think it would be great if you guys went on there and talked to each other while uh, the VOD is playing later on. You could do that. It's The chat's always there. Just not when it's live. That's the problem. That's not good. But hopefully that gets fixed. Yes. Uh, Brian just said hopefully that'll be fixed by next week. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so we shall see uh, what happens with that. So, And that's the deal. But otherwise, uh, um, I, I think it'll be a good football weekend. I went into that. I talked about that. Um, I am not looking forward to my Bills uh, going to <laughs> Oakland and playing the Raiders. That I'm not looking forward to. So we shall see what happens there. A lot of good college football games, as I said earlier, with these all the championships from the ACC and the Big Ten Championship, Pac-12, all that jazz. So that's all tomorrow, and I'm definitely looking forward to that. Again, like I said earlier in the top of the show, it's sad when college football gets to that point <clears throat> that we're seeing the championships, and then next thing you know, it's New Year's, and, uh, and next thing you know, you're getting all the bowl games. It's like, to me, that's like, okay, everybody loves the bowl games. I do too, but it's like that means the freaking – college football season is freaking over stop hate that so it's i love the college season i just want to go all year round even the nfl so i go all year round i just can't stand when it ends and you know and then the patriots uh, sunday's all about the patriots 
So, you know, unfortunately, Gronk got hurt. I talked about that, and I hope the guy gets better. It's sad that he's having back surgery. But don't worry, Tom Brady will take up all the TV time. Don't you worry about that. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Don't worry, Brady will be there doing his thing. I promise. He'll be there lying and laughing, smiling, running the muck. Who are they playing again? The Ram. The Ram. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. So, uh, wow. so that's the deal. Yeah, so Brady will be doing his thing there. Uh, you know, Chan Man said, hey, Brady. Yeah. yeah, I know that one. Yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah, I, I just. I, hey, Brady! I just can't. I just can't. It's just, it's just, that, that whole that whole patient thing, it's just, it's just enough. I'm done with the tablets. It, it really is. It just gets to a point where I just can't take it anymore. I just can't. <laughs> So that's the deal. So uh, so that's a wrap, basically. So, look, I hope you guys enjoyed the shows this week. I'm sorry I was sick the one day on Wednesday. Uh, you know, sick Jones. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, just I had a bad day. Um, and um, my sinuses are still a little clogged. You can hear it in my voice. I don't have the supple sounds in my voice, the soothing sounds. I'm still a little nasal Jones. <laughs> so I'm working on that. Okay, so bear with me. You know what I mean? So, uh so that's the deal on that. And then uh, Monday, uh, Monday, Monday, Taz Show back live, live again at uh, 7 a.m. And, um, and I'll be talking, uh, I'll definitely be talking, um, you know, TLC, giving you my breakdown. I'll give you my react to it. Yeah, that's going to be great. And uh, the Viking here, he's going to go to uh, the Ring of Honor show tonight. Have a good time. Thank you. I appreciate Have that. Time. Yeah, it All should right. be fun. That should be fun. And that's the deal. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, another one of the books here. Everybody here at the Taz Show. I am Taz. You are not. Have a good weekend. Adios. I don't even have a top 10 Me against the world I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen Man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home It never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go. Back since I was shooting hoops, new issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams, I've been on tour.